and welcome to Postcards from Heron County, a podcast that delves into some of the heritage of Ontario's West Coast. I'm your host, Mandy Sinclair, and since returning to the area after 20 years away, I have enjoyed rediscovering the county and wanting to know more about the history of the region as I set out exploring the trails, small towns, and more. So I'm inviting you to listen in as I sit down to chat with historians and community members who have a close connection to the topic in question. Before we start, I would like to acknowledge that I am recording at Faux Pop Studios in Goderidge, which is on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral Peoples. I recognize the First Peoples' continued stewardship of the land and water, and that this territory was subject to the Dish with One Spoon wampum, under which multiple nations agreed to care for the land and resources by the Great Lakes in peace. I would also like to acknowledge and recognize the Upper Canada Treaties signed in regards to Huron County, as settlers know it, which include Treaty 29 and Treaty 45 and a half. On today's episode, I'm joined in studio with Janet Cameron and Marie Flynn to learn more about the Clinton Spring Fair and hear their memories of their time volunteering with the annual event. All right. Thank you so much for joining me in studio today, Janet and Marie. I have a feeling, given our conversations that we had by telephone in the lead up to meeting tonight, that we are in for a laugh um, as we chat about your time volunteering at the Clinton Spring Fair over the years, in fact, decades even. So before we dive into talking about the fair, though, Janet Cameron is here in studio, and she's the secretary and treasurer of the Clinton Spring Fair, but she's been involved in the organization since the 1980s, having started as the Home Crafts Secretary and then became the Secretary and Treasurer of the Main Board when the Home Craft and Main Board of Directors merged in the 1990s. In 2018, the candidate crowned Ambassador of the Fair became a runner-up at the Canadian National Exhibition in Toronto, a first for the Fair and a highlight of Janet's time volunteering with the Fair. Marie Flynn is here as well with us to share some memories as a long standing member of the Clinton Spring Fair. In fact, Marie, you received your 50-year volunteer pin over a decade ago, <laughs> and you became a member when your husband decided to get involved in the Agricultural Society, and you joined the ladies' division. That's right. You've taken on various roles, including convening the talent show, which at one point drew 84 contestants, you told me. Yes. And from that Clinton Spring Fair uh, talent show, one entrant went on to become a winner at the nearby Western Fair in London, Ontario. So it's all proof that our little town of Clinton may be small, but we are mighty. And that's just the home craft section. We still have to talk about the agriculture. So let's start at the beginning of the fair. Neighboring communities, including Bayfield, Lucknow, and Seaforth, all host fall fairs, but Clinton is unique in that the town hosts its fair annually in the spring, the first weekend in June, to be exact. And I'm just wondering, why is that? Well, I think the uh, when the directors began to start the fair, we were actually originally a fall fair. In the, we started uh, in 1854, and at that time, the fair was on the main street in Clinton, which provided entertainment for families to come because it's a family fair. Mm -hmm. Then around about the 1900s or so, it changed, and it was actually April that they held. The first weekend in April, they had uh, changed to a spring fair, and I think it was because at that time, the, the planting and the seeding mm -hmm. had just begun or was beginning, and it was able to let the farmers come and show their, their livestock at the fair. 
And then it finally went after maybe 1930s or so, it went into a, a June fair. And it just continued on from that. And it gives maybe the farmers a break from their planning and they're going into the hay. And so they're able to participate in the, in the fair. And what is it that they're participating? Like, what are they doing as part of the fair? Um, a lot of the farmers are uh, showing their cattle, mm-hmm. their livestock, uh, horses that used to be a really a heavy horse show used to be a really um, important event for those people that had that for showing. Uh, we've had 4-H over the years with sheep and goats. Uh, poultry has become our, our main uh, livestock for showing and um, having them come. So when they do, a lot of the exhibitors, are, when they come to the fairs, they are gaining points to go to the CNE or the Royal Winter Fair to show or exhibit their their uh, cattle or horses, whatever they have. As, and they, that's one way that the fairs provide them a place to end up going to the Royal Winter Fair. Wow. And so I think it, it's interesting that you mentioned that there's a lot of poultry showing because if you drive around here on County, there are a lot of chicken barns. <laughs> there so is. What is it that they're sh- What is it that um, is being shown as part of the poultry? Well, the the breeds are they're different breeds other than what's in you see some of the poultry barns. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the, there's bantams and um, uh, oh, the, there's what they call the standard breeds, and there's some specialty breedings along with they also have uh, pigeons and turkeys. Oh, really? That are come and they have exhibitors that have them at their farms. And, and quite often they're not full-time farmers as big in big mm-hmm. barns. They're small barns and they're providing their, their showing and they groom them and get them ready to, to yeah. show. Wow. Um, what was the original purpose of the Clinton Spring Fair when it was started in 1854? The main thing was the purpose it provided a place for families to get together mm-hmm. and also to show uh, whatever livestock they, they have because the fair's main objective, in, even to this day, is agriculture awareness. Yeah. Everything we have is agriculture-based. Mm-hmm. It starts out uh, like soybeans and, and, that are, and corn and that. Yes, they're you know, uh, beans that are provided on the table, but soybeans are put into making tires. And so corn has a different other mechanisms mm-hmm. that you see and, and people use. So that was one of the main reasons that people began yeah. to come to fairs and enjoy them, provided an entertainment yeah. as well. Mm-hmm something I look forward to. And so what types of agricultural activities took place then and how have these changed over the years? Well, we didn't, they didn't have, um, what we have today is home craft. They, they provided, um, family opportunities to have, um, uh, simple games uh, like sack races or uh, uh, pony rides and and that and they they had a probably a booth for you could buy your food and mm-hmm. and they'd be five cents or ten cents where today <laughs> it's way over that uh-huh. and we multiplied even ten dollars to get in for admission and that yeah. so that's what mm-hmm. it's it's changed a lot for yeah. that but the basis is still there mm-hmm. um Janet, you've been involved with the Spring Fair since the 80s and started as the Home Craft Secretary. Can you tell listeners a little bit more about what um, this is and any highlights of your time volunteering with the fair? 
The home craft uh, section of our fair is where uh, exhibitors can come, man or women, child. We now have a junior home craft where uh, they per bring their items in, such as canning. Quilting is a big um, classes, uh, entries, mm -hmm. uh, and so they are all homemade and they're brought in to be judged. And we, as I said, we have quilts, we have sewing, we have artwork, canning, uh, baking, a lot of pies come in. Fairs are known for having pie entries. And uh, we have built up one of the greatest changes, I think, from years gone by is that it was a family, but we have more juniors coming, which are elementary grades that come in and show their things, their, cart, their arts and crafts, or they've taken a picture of a barn or whatever our class mm -hmm. entries are. So every year in the fall, the home craft uh, section gets together and we try to go through what's the crafts of the days, how are, what are people into making crafts, mm -hmm. uh, what type of quilts, and a lot of the quilts are no longer hand quilted, they're machine quilted. And so that's a big difference because Years gone by, they were all hand quilted, wow. and, and now machine quilt seems to be the, the thing. So it's evolution changing, but the mm -hmm. home basis of being the judging of the simple things is still there. So in a way, it's a, it's a way of preserving and sharing our handicraft culture. Um, have any of the crafts exhibited changed in addition, like beyond the quilting, um, have they changed? And what are some of the highlights from organizing this section? I think they they have changed with the variation of classes we've had. Mm -hmm. um, at ours, because we're a spring fair, we don't always see the large entries of displays of quiltings because people are just not kind of ready for that. They're, it's a, it's a yeah. huge task to get a quilt ready. Mm -hmm. Many, many hours go into making a quilt. But they, they've done their canning in the fall, for instance, and they bring their baking in and, and to be mm -hmm. judged. So um, it, I think the Christmas items are always kind of fantastic mm -hmm. to look at to see what people have. And the photography has really increased in, in the amount of exhibitors that come in and show the different classes and the amount of work that's in them. Uh, the pictures are wonderful. It, mm -hmm. it, so it, it's changed. Large entries. Yes, very, very large, large entries. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of that. And so I'm just wondering, I can't help but wonder, when you talk about judging canning and baked goods, do you, how do you judge that? Do you get to sample them? <laughs> well, the judges get to sample the food. <laughs> uh, for instance, in the quilting, the uh, judges, they lay the, the quilt on the tables. Mm -hmm. uh, some judges use uh, hand uh, gloves and mm -hmm. some do not. It depends on what they're, but they look at the stitching is how far apart mm -hmm. and they're evenly stitched. They look at the borders to make sure that the corners are square. Oh, wow. And they're folded in properly. Um, and the designs and, and the color schemes that they've mm -hmm. used with the different patterns. Um, if you're judging baking, well, they, uh, we ask for a four inch piece of a pie. So the judge will literally taste that pie to see if the ingredients and then goes on to the next one and they well this may ha should have maybe a little bit more of this and this one doesn't it's the same with the canning they mm -hmm. they literally take uh, you know the yep. can and they take it out and they taste it and some is okay and, <laughs> and 
Any stories where it wasn't so great? Well, we've had oh, a few. Yeah, yeah Marie, do you want to share a, t- a story or two? <laughs> we've had a few pickle jars that were quite sour, I would say, wouldn't you, Marie? Yeah. <laughs> Marie, you received the 50-year pin of service to the Clinton Spring Fair. And I'm just wondering, what did the Clinton Spring Fair look like when you first joined the organizing committee? Um, it consisted mostly of, like, it was really agriculture mm-hmm. and uh, mostly horses and cattle. I can't, I can't remember too much else about, about that, and I'm not that <laughs> interested in, in the barn things. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember too much about when we first started started going. Um, there might, I think, I read there might there was a, a food booth run by the fair board ladies then, like mm-hmm. um, that was before I joined. And um, the first year that I was a member and worked, I remember working in the Pepsi booth, and there was just room enough for two of us to work in there and you had to kind of watch which way you turned (laughs) (laughs) and we were serving hot dogs and cool pop um i can't remember if we served anything else that was a busy (laughs) a busy year for me because i showed my my youngest daughter i showed her in the baby show that year too oh wow so and um my mother was getting her ready out on the farm so i had to go out there and get her and and came back in so I was kind of all over the place that year, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but. Um, and how did your daughter do in the baby show? Oh, she she didn't place, but she was first as far as I was concerned. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> how is the um, for things like the baby show? What are the criteria to place? Well, they have a, a kind of a schedule. The maybe the prettiest smile, a smile, yeah. or the hair, how mm-hmm. they look. Uh, mm-hmm. It has changed, changed. hasn't yeah. it, though? Yeah. Like, the, the judges, that like, there was, I think, like, you know, some of the things they were looking for, judging it, and the ones that won, won and stuff like that, I don't know the judges, they kind of felt it was it would include more, more babies, like the biggest smile, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and the teeth or whatever, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just... Just everyday things like that. Yeah. How and much hair they had. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or didn't yes. have. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. is it something that's still part of the fair? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I grew up in Clinton and Friday night at the fair was always something to look forward to, like the, the rides. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing if any of the projects we submitted through school earned a prize in the craft section. And of course, the what I call the smash up derby. Um, in the 80s, there was always a parade that made its way through town on Saturday. I think it was at about midday. Mm-hmm. Um, all the service clubs and small businesses participated and the town folks. Mm-hmm. I remember like we would sit out on yeah. people's front lawns and watch as the floats went by. And then mm-hmm. um, we always went over to the arena for the afternoon pet show and horse mm-hmm. shows. Um, I know today the carnival rides and home crafts and the demolition derby remain highlights of the fair alongside the agricultural activities, and you've added the tractor pulling to round out the weekend. Is the parade still a thing? No. No? No, it dwindled down. We didn't have the entries, mm-hmm. and like everything else, is a lot of work. You have to get volunteers to help with this, and mm-hmm. so it was a decision that we 
it was a difficult decision mm -hmm. because a lot of people look forward to it. But when your participation in that is, is dwindled, there isn't enough to put mm -hmm. a parade on. So Yeah, absolutely. Um, and can you tell me more about this talent show competitor who went on to the take top spot at the Western Fair in London? Do you remember what their talent was? It would be a vocal sol solo. Was it? I'm okay. absolutely sure on that, yes. And were you one of the judges of the talent show then? No, or I, ne you... I never judged. I okay. just... I just convened it mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> like I didn't do it by myself I had lots of wonderful help and they stuck with me all the years that I did it they I always could depend on the people like for registering the students when they came or the people when mm -hmm. they came in and and other ones uh taking the marks back from the judges and, and adding them up and like I had a lot of help and uh it was it was quite an evening. Uh, the, the night we had 84 competitors in there, we, we were there well into the next morning. By the time we long. got cleaned up and got home, it was long. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so every competitor, everybody who turns up is has a chance to... They have to, to register perform. first. Like okay. I, they have, I had entry forms, mm -hmm. and, uh, and then I'd have to send them an entry form to fill in and either send it back to me or if, if they couldn't get it back to me, there was a certain date. I always had a deadline that they were supposed to have their entry form back in. Okay. And if it just turned out it wasn't going to be possible, like if they brought them to the fair then, like with them, like, mm -hmm. and the girls would register them then. But I would include them in the program. I always had a program made out, like who was first, second, yeah. you know, yeah. to come on stage. And so and, what are uh, some of the highlights for you from um, convening the talent show? Well, I think the 84 contestants was, was really <laughs> <laughs> the big one. Mm -hmm. um, I, just, I just really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed working with the young people. Um, I don't know. I never had any problems much, and I just, I really en I enjoyed it. And uh, uh, the, the, before I con was convener of it, we had it outside the first mm -hmm. couple of years at least, and uh, across from the grandstand, and it was an outdoor uh, program at that time. And I was also playing in a band at that time, and we were hired to do the sound for the... Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. So the one year, <laughs> it started to rain. I don't know what time in the day, but it never quit. So some of the guys, they headed out to the uh, cemetery, and they came in with a great big tarp. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they got it over the over the stage the stage, because we had dancers and everything like oh, vocals wow. and dancers and everything mm -hmm. there, and we had our all our music like the soundboard and everything there and a piano. Mm -hmm. So by the time the competition was over, um, I think there was one little corner on the stage that wasn't wet. <laughs> <laughs> it got creeping in anyway. Mm -hmm. And we had step dancers at that time. Oh, no. And I don't know if there was other dancers or not, but my husband was carrying them from the vehicle over and putting them on the stage, and then when they were done, carrying them back to the vehicle so they wouldn't get mud on their shoes. <laughs> That's a highlight I remember, too. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> and they managed to not slip on this stage? No, no, nobody slipped oh. or fell. But, uh, mm. like, we kind of managed to, to keep it dry till just as I say, near the end. Mm -hmm. But, uh, no, that, that was quite a year. That was an experience. Mm -hmm. I wasn't running it. I was just part of the sound crew. But, uh, anyway, it was... <laughs> 
something mm-hmm. you really don't want to see is it starting to rain like near near showtime but anyway yeah, i think I it know. must have started shortly after noon that day to get it so muddy but wow anyway that's one of my highlights from there and mm-hmm. and from working in the pepsi booth and then we were going to set up a a booth outside for us so we had to pick up rocks and stones and all that. We had a, to clear a place there, get mm-hmm. clear, cleaned up enough for to build, put a, a booth in there. So we got, we had to walk over all this stuff. So there was a lot of stone picking went on mm-hmm. and sore backs. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But when they got the uh, planks around the, the edge, like all up for to set the condiments and all that stuff on. And we had our stove and we had a fridge out there and... We served a lot more food there than we were able to in the Pepsi booth when I first started. Mm-hmm. So that went on for a few years. I don't know how long we did that till we moved into the to to the upstairs of the arena. Mm-hmm. And when then when we went upstairs, then my uh, lady that I worked with, well, I was on the flower committee with her, kind of decorating. So we were out picking wildflowers off the out of the ditches and lilacs off the bushes. And mm-hmm. and this was just for decorating purposes. Okay. So that was one of my, that was one of my first committees was on was. Uh, and what was the flower committee? It was just, I think, Marion Coakley and I. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, she had been, she had been on it like, and then, uh, so I said I'd go on it with her. And uh, mm-hmm. so, so that's what we ended up doing for, I don't know, a few years. And then they then they introduced the uh, the flower section and like plants and that okay. on in the, uh, mm-hmm. com- on the in the fair it was thing. A nice so, smell. Yeah, the, arena, <laughs> the lilacs and the so, peonies oh, yeah. and the lilies of the valley, yeah. and mm-hmm. it was really nice. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't we didn't have to go out and pick the flowers in flower. once we got the plants coming in and that. But mm-hmm. that was one of my first experiences too, and. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've had a good variety of yeah. talent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, singers, dancers, musicians, and just amazed at the quality of, of the performers. And mm-hmm. they put their heart and soul into and when they're up there performing. We had acrobats. Oh, wow. had step dancing and skipping. Skipping, my yeah. first, My first, uh, some of my first, uh, the, when I took over, I took it over in... Uh, in 1991, I took the uh, the um, talent show over, and uh, we had a group that was skipping, so we had to clear out, like put the bend, the people back, and leave room for them to skip out on the on oh, the wow. arena floor, like that. And uh-huh. uh, and one and one talent search, I had a a competitor from Stony Creek, mm-hmm. and they were from London and. They were pretty well from all over. So it wasn't just Clinton. No. Oh, no. It was from oh, no. all over. All over. Yeah. Like, it was through Western Fair, so, like, it had to be mm-hmm. everybody, like, was included. Mm-hmm. Like, so, um, no, it was, we had some great nights there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they were a bit late sometimes? <laughs> well, yeah, but they were pretty good. They mm-hmm. were pretty good. Um yeah, they, they they were. I don't know if we ever had anybody really late or not. And an odd time, someone wouldn't show up. Mm. So then the next one had to hurry up and get on stage <laughs> <laughs> before they were ready to. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, it it usually worked out pretty well. It's just amazing 
uh, the local and surrounding area, the amount of talent mm -hmm. that's, that's there that just have to open the door and they're there. Yeah. You don't know what's in your backyard until you... It's true. Absolutely. Until and you get going on it. And it's amazing the talent that we have in here in county. And has some of it gone on to, like, some of the singers or dancers, have they gone on to do, like, say, um, record an album or dance in shows? Well, my grandson, he played, he played, he played in it. He, he took uh, violin lessons and, and he played in it. We do old time music and, uh, mm -hmm. and he played, he entered quite a few years. And uh, so him and I have made a few CDs. And oh, wow. we've always took them around where we play, where we entertain, and people mm -hmm. buy them. Okay. And uh, they're just kind of a homemade job. But the last one we had kind of um, done professionally, mm -hmm. our, our last CD that we did. I made off a co hundred copies, and then COVID hit. Oh, no. <laughs> so most of them are still in my cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> and Janet, what sticks out in your mind from working at the fair? I think just seeing the youth coming through and the smiles on their face and the participation that they do. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's a family event. Mm -hmm. But I, uh, the, one of the best highlights has got to be when our ambassador from 218, as you mentioned at the beginning, uh, she was our ambassador of affair and she was actually the ambassador. We have a district event ambassador program and it consists of the, county, of the fairs in here in Perth County. So we have it in the spring, and it's the, they go to different fairs, promoting fairs and what goes on at fairs. But the ambassador that we had, she went on to the CNE, as all the ambassadors of our local fairs do, and she ended up being the runner-up. Oh, wow. From the CNE, and And for me, that is one of the biggest mm -hmm. highlights because we've never had that before. So it, it proves that the program for ambassadors and our youth is mm -hmm. is is working and and they do a lot of work and they recognize promoting mm -hmm. the fairs has been our best asset that we could have. Wow. We had um, one of my memories yeah. is we had uh, 13 contestants one year competing for the Queen of the Fair. Mm -hmm. And it was quite a sight with all the young girls dressed in their very best mm -hmm. up on stage. It was beautiful. But six or 13, that was, wow. I think that was the most we ever had. Do you remember when that was? Nope. No. <laughs> one no. year. <laughs> My memory's getting shorter every year. <laughs> mm -hmm. So anyway... Well, you've, Marie, you've um, done everything from convening the knitting, sewing, and jams and jelly as, as part of the craft show and even the talent show. And one year you got to make a trip to the hospital. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was parting ham frozen hamburgers to mm -hmm. meet, so they'd sell hamburgers, and, and the patties were all frozen. And, oh, somehow the thing slipped, and <laughs> it cut a U-shape in my thumb. Oh, no. So one of the girls, I was just trying to hide it, you know, and didn't hardly know what to do. And another lady that was in, she seen it. So somebody, go get Bill. That was my husband. He worked for the heavy horses. He was all in the heavy horses. Mm -hmm. They dragged him away from the heavy horse show, and he had to take me into the hospital. <laughs> and I ended up with quite a few little stitches here on the side of my thumb. Oh. <laughs> that that was uh, that was one 
that was one one adventure I had. She just mm-hmm. didn't want to get. She got out of work, you know. By yeah. So she got a, she got some time off. I'll fool you. I went back into work, and they put me out. <laughs> they said, "Go watch the horse show or something. You're not working this afternoon." <laughs> did you, when you were working, did you get to enjoy? Like, obviously, you would watch the talent show and the um, ambassador of the fair show. But did you see much of the agriculture, or were you? No, pretty not much. much. No. no. Okay. No, we didn't see much of the fair, did no. we? <laughs> no, we, no, we, we, were go- we were always going to retire and then we could see the fair. <laughs> see, see what it's all about, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to taste the jams and jellies and... Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was... What were some of the unique um, baking or preserves that you, you saw through the years? I think one year that we had a lot of pies, it seems to... Mm-hmm. And our, our canning is beginning to come back because people are starting to yeah. do some of the older traditions and, mm-hmm. and doing that because of, I guess, the time and the growing of the gardens. Yeah. So that's starting to uh, come back. Um, and did we have some unique displays one year? What was it, for Christmas or something? Chris, yes, there were yes. some someone, different someone Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah that, uh, in the past, we have the winners... Uh, each of the fairs are allowed to pick out items that we would take to the convention in February, and they'd be put on display. They're not judged or anything, okay. but it gave you the opportunity to see what another fair had done mm-hmm. in the same type of categories and what they were doing. So that was really unique to see the different displays from the different fairs and how you can interpret each of the classes. Yeah. Uh, the quilts, the the amount of work that goes into quilts and some of mm-hmm. the colors uh, sticks out in my mind uh, mm-hmm. and the the designs that they have come up with uh, that's always been a mm-hmm. and everybody wants to come to see what type of style of quilts that yeah. are there and now as I said they're getting into the long arm machines mm-hmm. uh, they're doing more of that than the the hand yeah. quilting mm-hmm. I, I and one of the one year we had like Dolls, like dress dolls dress or something. Dolls. They'd made the dresses for them, and oh, some of those were beautiful. Like oh, wow. the costumes they put on the on the dolls, they were beautiful. And so the talent show was open for anybody within the the area to participate. But was yeah. the craft show? Um, did, did the it's mostly in our local? surrounding area okay. of, of Central mm-hmm. Heron. But mm-hmm. we've all, we've had uh, exhibitors from Grand Bend. We've okay. had exhibitors from from Luke, and so it's not. It's primary now from our surrounding areas, but we anybody is welcome. Any mm-hmm. exhibitor is welcome to come to the fair and display their mm-hmm. their crafts. More than welcome, more the merrier. <laughs> yeah. And what new crafts are you um, uh, putting a call out for for the next edition? Well, we just had a, a home craft a, a meeting committee meeting, and I think we're pretty well. We are. We're sticking to pretty well, but scrapbooking has become mm-hmm. a um, a a new yep. recent one. And again, it's the quilting is changing to the long mm-hmm. arms, short arm uh, machines. Uh, but we basically would stay with the classes uh, like Christmas in June, mm-hmm. where you have people would be bringing in door decorations or wreaths or a, an ornament they've made, um, mm-hmm. the different things in canning, the uh, strawberry jams, uh, grape jams, jellies, uh, 
salsa sauce. Mm -hmm. They're pretty well still the, the same and yeah. outgoing and that. So yeah, I can imagine there's probably a lot more given in with the pandemic, a lot more people were canning and mm -hmm. preserving at home. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that at the fair this year. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, the Depression era is certainly before your time. Are there any notable events recorded in the historical records from fairs during this time that you could share with listeners? I didn't, we didn't have much. We looked through the papers and that and mm -hmm. outside of the, just the routine of the families getting together and the yeah. showing, we didn't have anything that we found, did we, Marie? That no. But I think I'm sure there was lots of shenanigans going on, but what they are, <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> I, th mm -hmm. I think if this uh, COVID and these other things that are coming along, you know, uh, it's probably going to make some changes with with the fairs. You know, there'll have to be some big changes made. Mm -hmm. I feel like mm -hmm. you know, if this COVID and all that keeps yeah. keeps up, you know, Absolutely. it's going to and um. Marie, you mentioned that your husband, Bill, was part of the agriculture sector. Mm -hmm. What were some of um, the stories you heard from him? Well, he wasn't really, uh, he wasn't a big talker like I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, they, they had like, they had the big horses, the big Clydesdales mm -hmm. out there and running up and down the track and that, but like he didn't really have any stories much like him and, and Tom Leeper, they pretty well looked after yeah. that section, the heavy horse section and mm -hmm. at one time as Janet said, it was it was really big. And I did read some place where they had would I be wrong in saying thirteen hitches? Yeah, fourteen. Fourteen hitches. Horse four, four wow. horse hitches. hitches. Yeah. So that was four horse four horses pulling a wagon and we had 14, 14 of them yeah. on wow. the track. So that was quite an event, too. Now, yeah. that would be something that Bill was, would have mm -hmm. been talking about, yes. And are the heavy horse shows still? Yeah. Uh, Not so much. Not so much. Not so much because we're, they have to be uh, shooed, mm. and it's too early in the season for some of that to go on. You see more of the horse, especially the, the Clydesdales and the Perches and that. They're in the fall fairs mm -hmm. okay. more so than in the spring because... Mm -hmm of the preparation of getting them ready to go. Mm -hmm. But the Royal Winter Fair uh, has yeah. all kinds of the classes and that, and that's what they work towards. So it's more in the fall time, late summer. Mm -hmm. We have a few fairs in, in August, and that's where you'll actually see the mm -hmm. heavy horses then. Yeah, right. Um... Just getting back to the talent show, I mm -hmm. neglected to mention that there was like two classes. There was juniors and then seniors. Okay. Um, six to 12 and 13 to 18. Uh-huh. And those were the ages. And we had to really stick to those dates. So, and nobody over the age of 18 could participate in the talent show? No. Okay. No. All right. So the I've, six to twelve must have been quite entertaining. Oh yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> there, was some, there was some cuties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but some really good talent too. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Um, uh -huh. But I, I never thought of that when I was writing this out. But I just thought of it here now. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that was. And how many people still participate in the talent show? We don't have it anymore. Like, um, oh. the last the last two years, I quit. London Fair, um, basically because 
the girl I had helping me, I don't have a fax machine. I don't understand a lot of this new mm-hmm. things that they're, you know, you yeah. got to work through. And so I had another girl helping me. Well, then she had to quit. And so I tried it just in our own, in our in Clinton and anybody around, like, could have. Mm-hmm. But it, the, it just dropped, like, and I think the last year um, I had... It was either two or three entries. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, and people before that were saying, well, why do we have to go to London? Why don't you just have it in Clinton? Why do we have to drive Mm -hmm. all the way to London? Mm -hmm. But you were part of that program. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bayfield is the only fair in the the area that still continues and supports the talent show at Western Fair. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you know if Teeswater still has it? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure either. Teeswater did have it mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. yeah. Do you go to other the other fairs then as well? Mm-hmm. I, I haven't do, been. Yeah. I haven't been to a fair. No. I always like to go and steal their ideas. <laughs> 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 and you meet people that yeah. you've learn associate with and make new mm-hmm. friendships. Yeah. So it's always good to go back and it's the only mm-hmm. chance we get sometimes mm-hmm. is to visit and yeah. get caught up on the news and mm-hmm. go from there. Yeah. Any <laughs> other special memories that stick out for either of you? Well we're talking about meeting people and, and my husband yeah. and I we we joined up with a couple from Milverton and a couple from Exeter and oh boy the fun we had mm-hmm. and um, the one year we were coming home from Toronto and there'd been a mudslide oh. and we were on the track for two hours <laughs> but we never noticed that with all the tomfoolery that was going on in the car <laughs> we were in <laughs> there was never noticed that we were there for two hours <laughs> But that was that was one of our experiences too, like the mudslide and that and that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that was that was quite a quite an evening. But we we really made and and um, uh, two of the other guys' birthdays were the same day, and my husband's birthday was a few days before theirs. So we always had the boys' birthday party in the fall, mm-hmm. and then one of the ladies' birthday and my birthday was the same day, and then the other lady hers was I think in April. And ours were in May, so we had a a spring birthday party mm-hmm. for the girls. Nice, <laughs> you know, and uh-huh. it was really great. It was really great the friendship and that. Mm-hmm. And that's it was through the fair and the and the Toronto like the convention yeah. and that that we met these people. So oh, nice. Yeah, we had some great times at the convention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what about you, Janet? Anything <clears throat> else that really sticks out? Uh no, I. I guess I uh, I look at everything that goes on type of thing mm-hmm. as a memory, and you try to remember from one year to the yeah. next year. Uh, you know, uh, just recently we had a mini tractor pull, and and uh, it was raining, it was pouring, and everybody was soaked. But the tractor pullers, <laughs> they were having a wee of a time. They're just like kids playing in the mud, you know. <laughs> and I'll probably remember that for a long time. Mm-hmm. My grandson was in it, and he was mud from head to toe, and mm-hmm. so it, it's something. Uh, there and we've we've had a many type of couple of fires when the demolition derby is on we had to have the fire put out of the vehicle and (laughs) and uh, we've been Uh very fortunate no one's been hurt or anything and we've had a couple cars come up over the side and (laughs) (laughs) so you kind of panic about that a bit but uh, uh no and 
just one thing for another yeah. for, for me. So, but I'm sure I'll begin to remember those anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, COVID-19 made the 2020 edition impossible and the 2021 Clinton Spring Fair sprang into fall. Um, beyond having to cancel the fair, what impact might the global pandemic have on the fair in years to come? Well, I think it, it really, um, I think for a lot of us, it really made you stop and think what we as directors, what we are going to do, because mm-hmm. we wanted to keep the name of the Clinton Spring Fair out there. So, of course, last year we, we didn't have anything because mm-hmm. it's kind of mind boggling. We're kind of like we're the first off the shot. Yeah, of the of the tour type of thing of fairs, so it's kind of like I don't know what we're going to do. But the later the fairs in, they were able to do so. So this year we thought, well, we did the virtual. We, as mm-hmm. I said, we did the scavenger hunt and the online auction, and and those proved that we can do that. We mm-hmm. just have to go out and find the people to help us to get organized to yeah. do get into the twenty cent, uh, <laughs> getting things done. And um, so then we did have, as you said, we had our fish fry, and then we decided once COVID kind of wound down a bit, well, we'd try it in person, and we mm-hmm. had the demolition derby with a limited amount of yeah. uh, people coming because we did not want to get it so we couldn't control mm-hmm. it. Um, and I, I think families will begin to look at it that they missed it, and we're really mm-hmm. hoping that they will come back. Mm-hmm. And affairs won't look like what it was 10 years ago, even two no. years ago. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like that. It's, there will be some changes going mm-hmm. on, and I hope everybody will support our affairs. Mm-hmm. And the other thing we recognize this year, um, the amount of sponsorships that came forward to help us out to put the mm-hmm. programs on. Um, is, it has been a struggle in the past, but everybody seemed to jump in and say, hey, we'll yeah. support the Clinton Spring Fair by donating, donating to our auction or providing a, uh, a gift or something for something yeah. else we were doing and as, as prize. So that has mm-hmm. changed and I'm hoping going forward that it will yeah. continue. I mean, businesses, have suffered too, re- retail or, or mm-hmm. any of the mm-hmm. businesses, whether you own a restaurant, we've all suffered through this. Mm-hmm. And I think we're always looking for ways to improve and to move forward with a positive attitude. Yeah. Well, this has been really fun to hear how <laughs> the Spring Fair started and the fact that it was, you know, something that's continuing since the 1850s is incredible. So thank you so much for sharing your memories with us and more historical information about the the fair and best of luck with it going forward. Thank you. Thank you. And come to the fair. Absolutely. First weekend of June, right? First weekend in June. (laughs) Perfect. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank Thank you you very much. If you're keen to explore the food scene in Huron County, you'll want to know about Tasting Huron County curated food experiences delivered. We do breakfast and picnic deliveries and like to think of these as a delivery from a Huron County-wide farmer's market. All deliveries are abundant and feature products produced right here in the county. But if a walking tour is more your jam, Tasting Huron County's Goddard's Tasting Trail takes visitors on a half-day guided tour of the food scene while mixing in architecture and history. To find out more, visit tastinghuroncounty.ca, that's all one word, for more details. 
I'd like to thank the Huron Heritage Fund for their support of this podcast. If you're in Huron County, one of my favourite places to wander is the Huron County Museum and the nearby Huron Historic Jail, particularly during special events. And the museum is free for Huron County Library cardholders. I'd like to give a shout out to Community Futures Huron for their support of this podcast. If you're thinking of setting up shop in Huron County, I cannot say enough great things about this team. When I was in the exploration stages of creating a PR agency, event company, tasting Huron County, I wasn't exactly sure what, but I gleaned an incredible amount of information from the resourceful Community Futures team before finally settling down in Huron County once again. I'd also like to thank Clint Mackey, Andrew Bauk, Nick Vinicombe, and Mark Hussey at Faux Pop Media, who produce and generously support postcards from Heron County. Thank you so much for listening. If you're a fan of postcards from Heron County, I would be so grateful if you would rate or review this podcast on your favorite channel or share on your social media networks. Just don't forget to tag me at postcards from Heron County so I can be sure to thank you for helping share my love of Heron County.